When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Unexplained World Internet Radio Broadcast with your host, Edward Cheney, a paranormal, spiritual observer, and psychic reader, along with Annette, a high priestess and psychic reader. The Unexplained World is a location where the border between the natural and supernatural may become nothing more than fuzzy, so enjoy. Hello, listeners. Welcome to the December 30th broadcast of The Unexplained World with your host, Edward Shanahan. That's me and Annette. And tonight, sitting in Annette's place, we have two guests. They're Tanya and Tammy of The Ghost Divas. Hello, ladies. Hello. 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 Okay, for the listeners to know who is who, uh, Tanya, say hello. Yeah. Hey, it's me, Tanya. Yeah. I have a Tammy. Over voice. <laughs> okay. Hello. Hi, how, how are you ladies doing? We're good. Great. You're doing you're doing good? Good. Over the holidays. Yeah. It's uh well, it's you know, we got you on tonight, um, for a little bit and I wanna say as you you ladies and I talked, I will have you back on in a month or so, a full show basically dedicated to you for you could do some uh, let's say in a nice way, or busting, okay? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the ladies are, they're investigators separately. They're investigators. Mm-hmm. They have their own paranormal investigating groups. Right. But when they come together, they're the ghost divas. Right. Right. Yes. And ladies, would you like to leave the uh, the people know who, you know, what's behind the ghost divas? <clears throat> Uh, go go for it, Tammy. You do it best. <laughs> well, um, basically, what it what how it all started was um, we were doing a show for the Learning Channel, and um, we were very particular about what we would and would not say. And they, you know, would say, "Well, hey, do this or hey, do that," and we were like, "No," because we didn't want to compromise our integrity for a television show. So. The camera guy kind of started teasing us, and, and we always were making sure that we looked nice and all that, and we were going to be on TV. So we like, wanted to, you know, make sure we looked good, and we didn't look, you know, our hair wasn't screwy or whatever. So the um, camera guy started calling us the ghost divas kind of as a joke, <clears throat> and we thought it was funny, and we kind of ran with it. And that was 
several years ago. And then oh, a couple of years ago, we decided that we would um, kind of start this commentary thing um, that we do that we're kind of, I guess, known for. And basically, it was just to, you know, point out all of the the stupid things or the, you know, ridiculous things. It kind of not really, people kind of get the wrong impression because it's not really just to, to picket people or to bust people's chops but it's to make people think about what they're saying and what they're presenting to the public because everybody says, you know, oh, we're in this for the research and blah, blah, blah. But when you act like an idiot, people aren't going to believe anything you have to say, no matter how good it is. So um, basically we just kind of we just kind of started calling it like we saw it and, you know, telling the truth about some things, and that just kind of, kind of went from there. Okay. Could I interrupt you for one second because mm-hmm. – this lady who is <clears throat> right here that I haven't introduced yet uh-huh. surprises the heck out of me a lot of times, and she has right now. Hello, Annette. <laughs> Hi, Ed. How are you tonight? <laughs> you made it in, huh? <laughs> I did. <laughs> okay. Hello, okay. ladies. Hey, Annette. Hello. <laughs> yeah, uh, Annette's been with, for you ladies, she's been with me uh, since 2002, probably, doing stuff. We had a actual paranormal the Unexplained World Cable Show back then also. Cool. And that's where tonight when we played the uh, the interview on that had with the gentleman that felt that or that, you know, allegedly says he was being haunted by demons, mm-hmm. that came from our cable show that we had back then. Sure. And, you know, we were basically doing back then what people are looking to do today. Mm-hmm. Ladies, can I ask you a question? Sure. Okay. Sure. How how come we get along so well? <laughs> because okay, I'll tell you why. There's certain people that we get along with because you're honest for one, mm-hmm. and you're not offended by things, and you're not waiting to be defensive on things that we say. Um, a lot of people will read our blogs, or and they're already angry before they even get past the first sentence because they assume that we are attacking them or they're taking things personally right. and and i think you actually are reading and you're you're paying attention and you know and i know that uh tammy and i we've talked about this you're totally on the opposite end in the paranormal field as we are but we get along because you have common sense you know? yeah there's a lot of things i can't uh buy into too well um and i've been outspoken, even in that she, you know, she's been outspoken. There's some things that you know she don't see eye and eye with me, and but we still respect what we do, uh, or how I. But there's things I surprise Annette with, like I want to do squiring with with uh, Black Mirror, okay, and I asked Annette, right, Annette, to sit down with me and guide me through it because I don't know where that's going to take me, okay, and. There's some things people shouldn't play with, be it Ouija boards or whatever, if they're hesitant going in. Right. And that's the one thing that um, the Ouija boards don't affect me, but this, I just need a little caution. Yeah. And uh, that's what I'm going to take her with. Plus, um, we wrote that art and believe that article that I wrote about paranormal conservatives, mm-hmm. it's been published a few times already. So right. uh, it must have meant something to a few people out there. Well, I mean, I think that a lot of people that, you know, and we don't, and this is another thing, we don't care. I mean, we're not out to gain fans. We're not out to, 
make people love us or hate us. You know, we're just we just want because a lot of times we see things going on and we're like, okay, well, this should probably be addressed. And a lot mm-hmm. of times, Tammy will blog. I don't have a clue to what she blogged about or all blog. And um, it's just things that we see that seems to be repeating itself in the paranormal field. And the people who've been around, at, you know, at least five years should be acting as a peer, you know, saying, hey, well, you know, maybe you should look at it this way because we've already been down this road and right. that's where it's going to take you. And unfortunately, people, they're just kind of like, they get angry because that's not what they want to hear or read at that time. And then they get all they get all upset because it's kind of like, we're I'm like, we don't want to burst your bubble. We just want you to not blow such a big bubble just yet, you know. And I think we get along with so many different types of people is because people who are, who respond to us and who we talk to a, a lot, um, they just they have something to say. And we really like to provide an outlet for anybody if they have, if they want to write a five-page long blog in response to something, we want them to. Because the cool thing is is that there's people out there reading it. We may not be pushing that button to make people go, ah, hey, that makes sense. It could be mm-hmm. somebody else that's responding to the blog, you know, more on a metaphysical level, on a scientific level. So, first of all, everybody who responds on our blogs and they're not calling us hookers and, you know, and all that stuff, we appreciate each and every one of them. And well, they've been, <clears throat> yeah, the one that, you know, says you're running a TNA show. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And I think that would actually make some money for you guys. That's <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> my head. <laughs> corner, you know. You never know. Yeah. But, uh, we're, you know. We're not striking poses on top of, you know, pianos or anything. I mean, we're, we are not afraid to be women. And, mm-hmm. and one thing I did notice just this past week, I, I started looking at some of the different female groups that are out there and women yeah. that are rep- representing women. I'm so proud because they're posing in nice clothes and jackets and they got their hair fixed. And I'm not going to say that we had anything directly to do with that, but at least women now are really starting to kind of care about what they look for when they're presenting themselves as a professional woman. You know, Tammy is the whole queen of I hate frumpy T-shirts. Yeah, and yeah. they're kind of women are kind of getting over that, and you know, and it's not all about what you look like; it's how you present yourself, you know. And it's it's starting; it's a cool trend, and you know. But we're not running a TNA show at all, <laughs> you know. If we have any of those pictures on our MySpace, you know, let us know. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I haven't seen them yet. <laughs> we haven't seen them yet. So, how long how long have you guys been doing this? What the ghost diva thing or researching? Um, let's say the ghost diva. Because that's where I first came across you guys on MySpace. Well, the blog has been maybe a couple of years. Yeah, almost mm-hmm. um, The whole thing, I mean, we kind of jokingly started it was like in 2003, so like four years or so. Yeah. Okay. But okay. As, far as, as far as our blog and stuff and our website, stuff, it's probably been about two years. And the thing about it is is that we just did it kind of for fun, and we mm-hmm. put it out there. And, and love it or hate it, people paid attention to it. And we didn't ask people to. We didn't. Yeah spam people to, you know, we just started putting it out there what we thought and people responded, you know, good, bad or indifferent. And then, you know, and we have a lot of people go, Oh, you're just attention whores and blah 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 and you just and we're like, No, I mean it's, it's MySpace. A million you know, a million people have MySpace accounts. Who right. care, you know? 
why are we any different than anybody else? Right. And mm-hmm. anybody that goes on and puts a blog in the public is looking for some kind of attention in the first place. Yep. And it's so weird to me because I'm thinking, you know, we're not doing anything different than anybody else is doing, and we didn't ask, you know, the 1,500 people to read it, you know, mm-hmm. but if they do, great. Maybe they'll right. learn something. <laughs> well, the one thing that um, even when Annette and I had the cable show, we uh, Annette wore her whatever she was wearing. I wore what I did. Even when we went to the – I had the ghost convention now here in Chicago I was at – I was the only one wearing a suit. <laughs> you know there what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, the nothing, you know, I hate to say this, but the investigators stuck out, okay? okay. Uh, T-shirts, shorts, gym shoes. Um, but, you know, that's but their they're thing. they're professional scientists. That's what, that's what we don't understand is they're going around and they're saying, I'm a professional, I'm, sci- I'm a scientist, and all. I'm like, I don't know and a lot you look of scientists. Like you work at Putt-Putt. Right, you know, I don't know a lot of scientists that show up to work in t-shirts and shorts. You know, they may somewhere, I don't know. It depends on what the science is. But it's like if you're going to be professional, wear a collar, you know, have a shirt yeah. that has a collar on it. Yeah. You know, if you yeah. can't get into a nice club with what you have on, then it's probably not professional enough to be wearing and going around saying, "Hey, just because we match we're professional." You know, that's where a lot of people, it's like, "Are you don't be professional. Just say you're a uniformed team. <laughs> well, here's the thing in the state of <laughs> here's the thing in the state of Illinois, and I don't know. You know, I've heard a little uh, little ripple in the water. Basically, anybody that calls himself an investigator by law, using that word, has to be registered with the state of Illinois. Good. And tested and bonded and everything else, hmm. and it's kind of sticking out a little, and people are taking notice. Well, you know, it and is interesting if they if people would if if that happens and it happened all over the country because I think mm-hmm. you would weed out a lot. Of oh yeah, because that's too <laughs> because much work that we're really well. That, that, the, the thing that's a concern to me is, you know, you just have to spend some time reading Yahoo groups and everything like that to know that there's some people you shouldn't allow in your house. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Oh, yeah, and, and that's, that's crazy. And I think that's where the state's looking at it is, whoa, these people are being invited in people's houses because they're claiming to be investigators. Yep. Well, there's a major penalty. See, I used to do private investigation, actually for a detective agency, and I know the laws, and that's why you'll never see me <laughs> call myself an investigator right. in this state, besides not being one. Um I highly respect that, you know, the law, number one. Number two, the profession of being, of using that terminology. Right. So. See, but I'm, I'm also, like, with that, it's like, because so many people are finding loophole, loopholes to make money with the psychic stuff and the, you know, the, I have a walkie-talkie that talks to dead people and, you know, mm-hmm. and it's, I think that um, there, people are finding a lot of loopholes. If it's not, you know, I want to be famous and be on a reality show, it's I want to make as much money as I possibly can doing what I'm Off doing. Off of other people's grief. Right. And, and you know, and that's that's one thing that we have, have seen um, a lot of here lately. You know, we had the whole Frank's box. No, I, I hate to call it that, but it wasn't Frank's box. It was the Chris Moon, you know. Thing and that was one of yeah. our most popular blogs. I mean, it had close to 
you know, it was like 4,300 hits in just, you know, four days. It wasn't even a whole week. And the cool thing is, is that we don't care how many people were responding it. We cared that people were actually reading that. Yeah, And yeah. going through the, you know, three pages of, you know, long, broken down, you know, explanations and theories and ideas and all of that stuff. And um, But it's a shame that um, people are charging for people who are who are like large amounts of money, <laughs> you know, two to five hundred dollars to say here I can get in contact with your lost loved one and I'm going to validate it and it's just going in and saying you know hey I'm I'm not with a black box or Frank's yeah, box. You know, now I seen my first one last night. I actually did. did. Somebody bought it out and I'm just sitting there. It was at a party and they're talking about what they can you know what they do with it and I just felt like saying. Well, I don't need no box, but I kept my <laughs> mouth shut and uh, just left them talk, you know. And uh, that's so. You on know. a scale of one to ten, what did you, what did you think about it? I basically it looked like a. I think I, you know, I think I said enough on your blog on how it can be uh, manipulated, right? Uh, by a third person in the room, um, but I'm looking at it from that point of view. Uh, I just thought it was. Who knows? I mean, they didn't play with it any length. They just explained what it could do, and I just left it at that. I kind of made, when a person went to get it, I kind of made the comment to the other people, well, I don't need no, you know, <laughs> no box. So do you but, think that box is probably going to be the, the new high-tech version of a Ouija board? And it's going to be, re- you know, give it, give, it, give it a few years before the toy company picks it up, but, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's... Do you think it's just the new phased electronic Ouija board type thing? Uh, there's a book out called The Other Side, and it's basically uh, talks about how, uh, what do they call it, investigators to modern-day seance, mm-hmm. and it basically talks about how the inve- some investigators, I'm not saying, I'm saying some, are can manipulate everything to put on a good 1920 seance but using investigation tools mm-hmm. so that's where i'm going to leave that <laughs> okay yeah um, um ed i'm ignorant on this one tell me what this box is supposed to be <laughs> uh it scans annette all the fm channels without picking up you know the channels that as i had explained to me last night it just scans it like a like a scanner okay uh-huh. and it's supposed to pick you know like a police scanner and it's supposed that's what it reminded me of when I heard the description. And it's supposed to pick up the dead communicating. And, they and there's talk to the people in the room. Yeah, and there's there's spirit technicians <laughs> that <laughs> Okay. Yeah, yeah. And my thing when I'm looking at this and then I you know, I read both sides of the field just to uh, keep myself, you know, um in the know. And it's like, whoa, you could put a person in the third room and just with that simple microphone that they have, you know, where kids can talk in the microphone oh, and come yeah, across the FM radio, static. Yeah, mm-hmm. you could play the same thing, you know. Yeah, but it's, so. it's another one of the things, you know, it's just kind of like, you know, if if somebody hears, help me, I'm dying or I'm dead, and then I, yeah. I can hear that EVP that's saying, uh, I sound like I'm crunching leaves or something like that. It, it's all in who's hearing it. Now, you know, we don't want to say that the, the the invention isn't going to work or it doesn't work or it's mm-hmm. never going to work. It's just that 
um, like with our point of the blog was the you know him charging you know yeah. somebody in that's grieving you know two hundred bucks you know to say okay I'm going to get you some information then then he returns and does a follow up and says well for more money I can get you more information well and plus the information he gave her was all bunk it was anyway. all yeah she wasn't able to follow up on it or anything and yeah. you know and that's what's bad and there's so many. Um, you know, people who read a book and become, you know, become psychic and all that. And, you know, we're not anti-psychic. We we just think that psychics should be, if they're going to say who they are and what they do, they need to at least kind of be tested and, you know, be up to being questioned and, you know, and saying, well, how, how do you know that, you know, you tell us why we should believe you <laughs> that you're talking to a dead little girl, you know. Well, ladies, you know, I threw out the challenge. I threw out the challenge that, um, I'll sit in the same. I'll sit in the same vicinity, you know, building as Miss as Chris with his box. He could attempt to do the um, contact with the people mm-hmm. or the loved ones that passed away, and I mean specifically the loved ones, not you know who's ever passing by. And then I will do what I, I do. I think it's a great. Challenge. I would love it. I would love yeah. to see him take you up on it. I, I and I had emailed him, and I know a lot of people has emailed him because. Yeah. Um, I had thought he had deleted us, and lo and behold, the other day I seen him online, and I was like, ah, okay, Mr. Moon's online. So I shot him an email, and I just said, you know, I didn't say anything to him, you know, or mm-hmm. have you had a chance to read the blog, and is there anything you would like to comment on? He's read the email. I haven't seen him online, and I haven't gone through all of our friends to see if he's still there yet. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we want him to respond because – that's the problem is there's so many new new people out there and they don't know how to hold they're not being held accountable for what they're claiming and mm-hmm. you know these are bold claims <laughs> you know yeah when you say I can talk to you know I can talk to dead people for you then that's pretty you can't just throw that out there and walk away right I say I attempt and that's well, the way it goes and yeah, if know, it I'm happens not, it happens if it don't it don't and know. I don't charge people for that it's a gift offering on their choice um Ladies, can we have you back in the near future? Yes, sure. Yes, you can. Okay, I just want to leave. Uh, you got, you got people on here um, on the chat that are saying hi. There's Brian Ghostology. Oh, um, hey. Yeah, he's saying hi. You love you guys and all that. And uh, there's others here on the chat. And uh, I just want to give the people a little taste and uh, kind of leave them know where you're coming from because we do have a a large following, and have you back in the very, very near future. We'd Is that to. okay? Sounds to. good. Let's say hello to everybody that tuned in, too, because we were hoping yeah. somebody would call and, and be brave and say, Nobody really called. Uh, <laughs> nobody called. You know, what I posted was the three fears. Tonight we'll have the three things of fears that people, some people fear, and it's demons, spirits, and the ghost evils. Ghost but uh, <laughs> that's awesome. We're calling in and being on the air. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So, uh, ladies, thank you. Why don't you give out your MySpace, Eric? Oh, it's uh, MySpace, MySpace backslash ghost evils. Yeah, okay. real easy to find. And yeah, uh, yeah. Really quick, uh, okay. we want all the women of the paranormal that are proud to be women and who would even be so bold to say that they are diva-esque to contact us um, because we have a project coming up in 2008, and um, unfortunately it's just for women, um, but we'd like for them to contact us and we'll give them all the details, and it'll be a fun thing. 
Okay, super, super. Cool. Let's. You promise you'll be back on? Yes. Sure. Okay. okay. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. And we're going to move on with uh, the invest the demon interview and uh, with the other thing, raising the spirits in the house. Ladies, thank you very much. Thank you. Happy New Year. Bye-bye. Bye. Happy New Year. Hi, Annette. Hi, Ed. How you doing? How was your trip? It was very nice, thank you. And how was your Christmas? It was good. Um, I want to read something. It's a little uh, ad we have, but it has to do around the Christmas season um, and how things are changing out here in the world that we live in. It's... Uh, and this happened to Kathy. It's a crying shame when uh, you think you're safe by not carrying a lot of cash on you and oh, you no. use the bank debit card. And as Kathy uh, told me when she went to the supermarket right before Christmas, Christmas Eve, matter of fact, the greeter advised her to use the baby safety strap in the shopping cart for her purse in case someone tried to steal her purse. Smart. Yeah, the thieves, and you know my area I'm living in, uh, the thieves are trying to get your personal information for identity to theft that can wipe you out and make your life hell. Um, well, listeners, there's a way to secure yourself against identity theft and secure all vital information about yourself, your personal accounts, and the golden information for any thief, and that's your social security number. It's called LifeLock. They render your credit useless to criminals. They prevent the crime. They prevent the crime before it happens and back it with a $1 million service guarantee. And uh, for more information on the service and the great price, it is a fantastic price for the service. Uh, and you can even save 10%. Just go to lifelock.com or call 877-LIFELOCK and use the promo code to get that 10% unexplained. The promo code, either at the website or when you call, is unexplained, and they'll get you 10% off. And you'll be you'll be definitely surprised at the you know little bit this thing costs. They have to protect yourself. Um, Annette, we did an interview. You did an interview when we had a cable show of Jim yeah. with he was haunted by demons. Yeah, and demons back in May, yeah, and back in May we did. We're going to go with. Right now, Raising the Spirits, the uh, program we did back in May, I think, um, right around that time where I attempted to raise the spirits in people's homes. Okay, so listeners, we're going to play that right now. And when we come back, feel free to hit the chat board if anything starts happening in your house, whatever. And it's also going to be in archives if you want to download it later to attempt to raise the spirits in your house. So let's give it a shot. Okay, Annette? Sounds good. Okay. So let me, uh, I want to definitely start out with a disclaimer. Okay, uh, first the disclaimer. Listeners, you're listening out of your own free will and choice to do so. It is your responsibility to know if this experience is something you can handle emotionally and mentally. If you think you can't handle it or others in your household cannot handle it, or if you have infants present, my suggestion is to shut off the show now. Okay, some of the information on my part on what I will be doing and won't be doing. I will not go into a trance. I will not call upon some Indian medium to contact spirits. I will not speak in tongues. I will not ask for permission of the spirits. If there is no need to, 
as it has been granted, as we were and will be again a spirit and part of the spiritual world. So it's my internal belief that we are already welcome. And by participating and listening to this broadcast, you're taking it upon yourself to welcome the spirits into your home. Okay? So, um, like I said earlier, sit back, relax. If you got recorders going, whatever, turn them on, get them ready. Um, I want to start off with helping you to relax, help you to clear any negative feelings in you as we want to experience the good and to open up your senses, okay? Do as I say, <clears throat> excuse me, do as I say as I'm saying it, okay? It's a form of relaxing, a form of getting into a state of relaxing, letting the negatives out of your body, okay? What I would like you listeners to do is to take a deep breath through your nose and hold it and think the spirit is one. Now exhale through the mouth. Again, inhale, hold it, and think. We are one. Now exhale. Again, inhale, hold, and think. We are the spirit. Now exhale. We're going to do it one more time. Take a deep breath through the nose. Hold it and think. The spirit is one. Exhale through the mouth. Inhale, hold it, and think. We are one. Now exhale. Again, inhale. Hold and think. We are the spirit. Now exhale. Okay, sit back. I'm going to go into this. Spirits, I come to you with respect. as a favor to you. As those hearing this worldwide are, ask, are asking to experience the spiritual side. To know you exist. To show you exist. And to welcome your spiritual world. I ask you to give them a sign. Give them a sign. Spiritual world, I ask you to give them a sign. Listeners, listen, feel for a sign. Anything from temperature dropping to noises. Sit back, relax, invite. We invite the spiritual world into our home. We invite the spirits. I ask you to open up. I ask you to open up to the, to those who are listening, to go into their home, to let them know that you exist. Let them feel and know you're there. Give them a sign. I ask the spiritual world for a sign. Yes, for a sign. Let them feel and know you're there. Do the listeners know you're there? Spirits, if you desire, if you desire, let them pick up or hear voices. I ask for the spiritual, for the spirits to show. I ask you to show, to give us a sign that you're here or around. I ask you to give for you to provide an experience for those who are listening. If they are here to have an experience. I ask the spiritual world again to show themselves, to give us a sign 
to let us know you're there. Show the listeners, show them you're welcomed. They say, hey, I've welcomed you. Show yourself to them. Show that you are you welcome coming to them. Again, I ask the spirit world to give a sign to those who are listening tonight. If they are asking you to give them a sign to enter their world. I ask the spiritual world to enter their world. And give the doubters reason to believe. Give the skeptics reasons not to be a skeptic. I request the spirit world to give them a sign. They want to experience and believe. Let them believe and experience. I ask you again, the spirit world, to give them a sign to experience, be it noise, be it temperature, be it voices, be it those feelings. Leave the listeners experience. That is why they're here. To experience you. To be, have you be part of them. Their world at this time. If they do want to believe, let the skeptics no longer be skeptics. Let the believers believe without a question. This is hard as I myself do not know what's going on in the listener's home, in their place. So I ask of you, the spirit world, to please, I request, final request, is to leave them experience, leave them feel, leave them hear, leave them know. Let them be believers, be it noise, be it temperature, be it sounds, be it voices, be it a sign caught on film and video. Leave them know. We come to you with respect. And we just ask that you show, that you make believers, stronger believers. At this time, I am going to close this. As I said, I cannot be present, so I'm just going by what I feel is the possibility of what we can do. And hopefully, individuals had experiences on their end. And I close this and ask the spirits, to leave those it's contacted in peace. Leave them know that you will leave in peace after you've contacted them. Again, 
I ask the spirits to leave those that's contacted in peace. To leave now in peace. To leave now in peace. Annette, you there? I am here. Okay. Uh, listeners, I hope you're there. Um, feel free to call us. I was keeping this short. Um, like I said, it's a little bit harder. When we do the circle of energy, I can see what's going on. You know what I'm saying? And there's feedback from the people while we're doing it. Uh, let me say one thing. We lost Deanne. <laughs> Are you there, Annette? I'm here. Yeah, we lost Deanne. I don't know what happened. Boom, she's gone. Deanne, get us back on the line. Or call my number if you can't get through to the Unexplained World line. Yeah. Uh, was everything okay by you? Everything's fine. Very calm, peaceful. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, listeners, give us a call, 646-915-9653. Uh, let us know what... Um, if anything, went on in your place. Um, just let us know if anything went on in your place, okay? And and that if people are having any any follow up to this or uh, anything went on, what would you suggest? Well, I would always suggest that spirits are like real people most of the time. That I would openly communicate with them. If you feel that there's a presence hanging around that you don't feel comfortable with or you think that it should move on, tell it that. Uh, say it out loud. You frighten me and you have to go now. You are dead. You are passed from this earth. You must seek the light. Um, and, and communicate with it. Tell it how you feel. Or if it's someone that you love and you know they've come back to make contact and they're hanging around, might be damaging emotionally for both of you. So to say, thank you so much for being with me. I am comforted by your presence. I know everything is okay. It's time for both of us to move on. Yeah, yeah. So these are the kinds of things. Just openly communicate with it the way you would if they were standing there in the flesh with you. Yeah, I, I hope. That they're dead and that, or that they're past and then they need to move forward to the next realm. Okay. Um I don't know what to say because I don't know, you know, what's going on on the other side of our listeners. Like I said, listeners, feel free to call 646-915-9653, okay? Um, or Darlene emailed me or instant messaged me and said uh, she had bangs on her bathroom wall going on, uh, like, a, like a pounding. So uh, that's one person. Like I said, Deanne has disappeared. I don't know what, you know, where she is or what went on. I heard a bunch of clanging, then boom, you know, coming from. Did you hear the, like, the noise coming from her side? I did. I wasn't sure where that, what that was about. That, I believe, was coming from her. Because as soon as, uh, she vanished, there no, there no longer was any noise. So, um, yeah, hopefully. This Hello. Is two yes. It's Ursula. Ursula, what happened to you? Oh my God! You will. 
Okay, I know we just talked this afternoon. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Three minutes before 9 o'clock. Yeah. All the power in our house went out. Mm. And just came back on. Wow. Oh, my. <laughs> well, we missed you. <laughs> yeah, we did. Missed you guys, too. What's going on? Uh, you missed, uh, you know, you missed me doing my thing. What happened? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. You tell me. You're the one who had the... Uh, well, I was uh, perfect because I thought, like, like the end of the world was coming because you were doing your thing up in Chicago. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> Is that why my ears were ringing? <laughs> <laughs> okay, listeners, that was the the segment that we did in the past. Uh, my version of the Circle of Energy, basically done on the air. Um, here's the thing. And that has disappeared. She's not on right now. Hopefully she comes back uh, because we'll be replaying, we'll be playing an interview that she did with uh, Jim who was haunted by demons. And so hopefully I'll bring that, be able to bring that, I will be bringing that on, but hopefully Annette shows up before um, we do broadcast it. All right. I want to say on January 13th, our next broadcast, we are going to have Mary Ellen, who is a psychic, and Mr. Chad Lilly, who we had on in the past, very popular guest, talking about, and Chad Lilly is the scientific type of uh, individual, um, well, no, well knowledge and conspiracies and stuff like that. We're going to be talking about watch your back in 2008, okay, predictions for 2008, all right? So that'll be Jan- Sunday, January 13th. I will be doing readings at Champs in Burbank, Illinois on Sunday, Jan- or on Monday, January 7th at 5 p.m. till 9. You could go to the website, theunexplainedworld.com, to seek more information on that. Right now, I'd like to play the interview that we had on our cable TV show, and that interviewed Jim, and he has to do with discussion of him being haunted by demons. And here it is. Hello, I'm Annette. Welcome back to the Unexplained World. I am a witch with the Covenant of the White Heart, and it's High Priestess. I also run a tavern in Blue Island, Illinois, called Potion Sandwich and Brew. I'm here today with Jim. When Jim and I first met, he was having poltergeist infestation. Jim, can you tell us a little bit about how that got started? Well, just all kind of strange things started happening, and uh, things that aren't supposed to happen. Uh, and uh, you couldn't really talk about it because, you know, people would think you're crazy. I'd be laying in bed trying to go to sleep, and they'd be pulling on my feet and my socks, you know. My sock would actually be like four inches off my toe, you know. I'd look, and there's nobody there. They'd be rapping on the window, their bright lights flashing in, in my... Uh, bedroom window, uh, they tap on the window, I'm on the third floor, you know, uh, they slam cabinet doors, open dresser drawers and close them, uh, the lights get real bright like in the bathroom when I come in, they turn the, the TV on and off, lights on and off, uh, let's see. Do they seem very frightening in the very beginning? No, not, not at first they weren't, you know, but then in the end they got pretty bad, you know, uh, like in the end I saw devils and, you know, all kind of stuff, but, uh. How many were there? Well, at one point, I counted 43. There was at least 43, because they were zooming in and out of room, you know. But uh, 
I counted 43, so there's at least 43. Now, was there any kind of a physical attack at all? Yeah, they used to zap me all the time with, uh, you know, with electricity. And I actually had uh, electrical burns on my fingers, remember? I do remember those, that. And they'd do my feet and my hands, you know, constantly. They wouldn't let me sleep. Sometimes I'm up for like three days. And I found out what they're doing is they're draining my energy, and they wait till they get weak, and that's when they try to possess you. Uh, right. So, uh, let's see. How about the reason why you had to shave your head? Oh, yeah, they were eating my hair, you know. And uh, so I, I told a few people, and I said, you know, go to, go to the doctor, maybe something's wrong, you're losing your hair. I said, there's not one hair on my, on my pillow to shower, on a, on a hairbrush, or on any of my clothes. I said, they're eating, I watch them do it, and they laugh at me after they do it. So, uh, there's nothing I could do. I wear a hat, you know, I'd be in church, you know. I, I've been to church in 20 years. I go to church every, every morning, though. I go to church, communion, you know, I read the Bible at night. Uh, so the devil's turned you toward God. Oh, yeah, that's another thing. When I was reading the Bible, I tried to pull the Bible out of my hand. And uh, it also, then he'd, he'd distort the words on, on the Bible, and I'd, I'd move so I could read it, you know. And uh, got to the point, you know, it takes me a half hour to read this page. I'm going to read it, you know. He's not going to direct my life, and i got to, you know, take control. So Looking for uh, any way to try to exercise these things away from you. Yeah. Did you go to the church at all for uh, help? Yes. Well, at first I went to, like, five Catholic churches, and I couldn't find a priest. I finally got a guy in Blue Island who's, who's been really, you know, pretty good. And... uh before I even went to him, I, I went to talk to this friend of mine who built the manger and stuff for him for the Christmas scene, just so he could verify to the priest, you know, that I'm not crazy, I'm of sound mind, you know, because, uh, uh, I mean, some of this stuff is really crazy, you know. <laughs> right, everybody you would think you're nuts, so why yeah. would they believe your story? If, if anybody told me the things I'm saying, I think they're nuts, and I wouldn't believe it, you know, but they're actually happening, you know. It's like I told a friend of mine, why would I make something up this stupid? These stupid things are actually happening, you know. But, so how was it that you started to find relief? Well, I, this guy in Connecticut, which I contacted over your internet, he was uh, he was giving me little bits of information. But uh, I asked him if there's any books I could read or anything. He said it's not advisable because the more you know about them, the more they seem to you know mess with you. So, uh, but he said I was in the infestation stage, and he said you know, I sent him some pictures and stuff, and uh, he said you definitely are haunted. He said I've been doing this 29 years. You know, he says you know you're being haunted. And uh, the Poltergeist, see a Poltergeist will haunt people. Ghosts just haunt like places, like uh, a house, a cemetery, this, that, you know. But a Poltergeist, they're with me 24 hours. I'm in a car, I'm driving on the express, I do 70 miles an hour, they're right out my window, just go right with me, you know. So. I remember you telling me that they would dart out in front of you, try to stop Oh, yeah, that's another thing. Driving down like the street. When I'm driving, like I'll be driving down, down the road, like it's a dark street on the highway, I'll see somebody walking down the side of the road, and they have like camouflage clothing on. And I look over, and when you get real close, you can see their ghosts because you can see right through them, you know. And when I look at them, the other one would turn the wheel. I'd be going up the road, you know. And one time, I mean, it says in some literature I read that, you know, if they mess with you when you're driving, it says, you know, don't drive, make sure you don't. And one time, I, I just, they were messing me pretty bad. They keep zapping me in my ankles, you know, and, uh, but I'm trying to drive, you know, so I can't work the gas and brake. And uh, so one time, I just, I was cruising home about five miles an hour, sick of the side streets. I put my blinkers blinkers on, you know, because, I mean, they were messing me real bad, and uh, I noticed the other cars are, you know, acting strange, and I looked, and he turned my blinkers on, turned them off, you know, <laughs> and then turned them back on, I mean, sometimes there'd be three of them sitting in my, sitting in the car, maybe in the back seat, one had my cell phone, I looked in the rear view mirror, and this little demon had my cell phone, he's laughing at me, <laughs> he said, you ugly, and I would, you know, but, you know, he, he just disappeared, and I'm looking at him, yeah. or something, yeah, then I, then the, the phone was in, in, uh, in the front of the car, you know, the passenger side. 
they would you know, move they, things around on you. Oh, they do that all the time. They, they take things and hide them and then replace them later, you know? Like if you're looking for the charger for my phone or something, the first place I look, I, I know I like look there, it's not there, I look all over the place, you know, and then they put it back right, you know, right there, you know? Or sometimes it takes days and they put something back, you know? Well, you finally found some relief, I think. Yeah. So the guy in Connecticut. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the, well, finally, you know, I, I it's been going on a pretty long time. I'd say about six months, you know. And it kept wow. getting worse and worse and worse. So um, I figured I'm going to go to Psychic and, you know, you know, see what it's all about. I talked to the guy in Connecticut, and he told me it's not advisable because he said he knows people that have uh, gone to Psychics, and he said they haunted them, haunted them even worse, you know. And even when they were rid of them, they went to Psychic, and they came back and haunted them again, you know. But I had to know, you know, I, I didn't know what's going on, you know. I tried something. I, I never even believed in ghosts or anything, you know. But uh, so I go to Psychic, and he tells me that uh, that I'll get through this. He says, I'm being tested. He told, he told me he sees me working, you know, helping people, you know, drive out devils and stuff. And I told my sister, you know, when this was happening, I said, I got a feeling I'm going to be doing this, you know. Everything happens for a reason. And... Uh, and he said I'm uh, practically at the genius level uh, spiritually. And that's funny because I, w- I went to an astrologer 20 years ago. And she's an astrologer and a psychic. And she, she asked me if I was a priest. I said, no. I said, why? She says, because you know, my spiritual knowledge, you know. So uh, so he hooked me up with this, psych- this other psychic. Well, this, this guy's name is Phil Clark. And he hooked me up with this guy who's a master. His name is John DeBree. And he said he'll, he'll do an exorcism. He'll get rid of him. There's no, no problem. So, Finally, somebody has an answer. Right. So I, uh, so I call up John, John Debris, and he, he does the exorcism. He said, okay, they're gone. And uh, so I told him, I said, look, I'm on a, I want to see you. I got, I got a lot of questions. I want to talk to you. He said, I said, I'll pay for your time, whatever, you know. And he told me, um, he's given a class in Wooddale. It's said Sunday. He said, you want to come? I said, whatever. I said, I'll be there, you know. So guess what? I go to his class Sunday. And this isn't even a week later, and now I, I could do exorcisms, I could heal people spiritually. I could do spiritual healing. And the first psychic told me he sees me doing this, and next thing, I'm on TV, he told me I'd be doing a big way, so I'd reach a lot of people. I mean, it's, and none of this stuff is on my own initiation. It's just falling into place like this. So, so maybe do you think that uh, your story can now help others that are affected, and they think maybe they're the only ones out there that are haunted oh. or have poltergeist problems? Well, see, the thing is, it, it's... They need help, and there is a place to go for help. You're scared. Of that. Whoever you tell thinks you're crazy, people start shying away from you. You start to question your own sanity. Sanity, I did myself, but I mean, yeah, I've got pictures of them. Should I show it now? Or? Sure. Can we have those pictures? Okay. i got a picture of... Okay, i got a picture of one here in the TV. So I was trying to take a picture. I was trying to take a picture of my foot because they're pulling on my foot, like I said a lot of times, and and uh, my sock. But uh, the also, oh, and uh, now the TV is off in the background, but you can see the image of a woman's face in the television. Now the other photograph, right here, the devil's ahead. face, right here on the sleeve of the jacket. Um, yeah, that's another thing when. I was lying in bed one one day and I took a crucifix, you know, and I had it on my chest and all of a sudden the devil came out and a big stream of like white steam came out of his mouth and he was like pull, pulling Jesus off the cross, you know, so then Jesus had a stream of white smoke, which I found out later is their, their energy. And uh, so uh, anyway, we're going back and forth and I, I got behind Jesus' cross and I was 
channeling my energy through them too. I just did it instinctively. And uh, it went on for a while, so then I put the cross on, I went to the bathroom, I came back, and Jesus was ripped off the cross. He had uh, his, his right arm was broken, and they pulled a nail out of his feet, so he's just hanging by his left arm. So the next day, all they kept seeing was visions of the cross. Guess who was on it? Me. And then they, they started zapping me in my left arm, the same place where his right arm was cut off. And, you know, so then they, you know, there's this mess with my head, I guess, but... And they showed me a vision how they ripped Jesus off the cross. They had a, this big, uh, like, vicious dog. He came from behind, and then the devil crawled up the front, and then, he, you know, he chewed his arm off, whatever. And then I'd see, near the end when it got bad, I'd see this big dog and the devil all the time. So, but I was told, whatever you do, don't show any fear. So, uh, the, the big dog came at me, was, you know, charged me, you know, it was, uh, you know, teeth and everything. So I sacked him in the head, you know. And he just went back and did the corner like that. Then the devil so came. So you were able to physically affect... Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't really hit him. I you know, went right through him because they're spirits, you know. But he just, you know, backed up and sat down in the corner. Okay. Then the devil came at me and he was breathing fire. So I just spit in his face. And he just he just backed up and he licked his lips and smiled, you know. But uh, I guess, you know, it, you, can't, it, you can't be afraid because they will... Once they see you're afraid, they really turn it on and, you know... You know, I used to do stuff like that all the time. Like, even when I was, um, I'd be getting in the car. It was late at night. They'd have people hiding, hiding between the cars, and they'd be walking, and then all of a sudden, they'd start running at me. They'd get right up to me, and they'd see their ghost. You could see right through them. They'd constantly try to, you know, make you afraid, and they constantly agitate you. Uh, they broke my, I just bought all kinds of groceries. They broke my refrigerator. You know, I got it fixed. It broke again, you know. Uh, the toilet, they broke that. I got that fixed, you know. They broke it again, so the water keeps running. They turn the faucet down. You know, constant, you know, Keep you uh, keep you on edge, you know, stressed, and um, they don't like I said, they don't let me sleep. Um, and there's no place you can go because I mean I can move or anything, but they follow me, They're, you know. So there's in this case either. you feel that the entities are following you as a person as opposed to haunting a place. Oh yes, yeah, definitely. Because I, you know, I, I'd be friends with somebody if you don't bring those ghosts in here. I said, here, you know, I can see them. That's another thing. I can. Uh, he, he, the psychic told me also that I'm, I'm psychic, I'm clairvoyant, and he told me I have all, all this stuff. And I actually can see him. I can, uh, you know, see the spirits. Uh, he told me I have, uh, I have six spirit guides. Most people have two. I said, well, why do I get six? He says, because you've you got to do a lot of spiritual work. Yeah. Okay, Jim, um, you have here one of the objects that you were telling us about that the uh, entities were battling. Yeah, this is uh, Jesus when they chewed his arm off here, dog chewed it off. Um, yeah, one other thing I, I found I could throw my energy, which well, I was just speaking about that white uh, line. So I take a crucifix like this, for instance, when they'd be attacking me, like the devil would become this way. I hold it, and beams would come out uh, here, 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 and here. And all of a sudden, I'm holding like this, and I see a beam go out this way. And I look over, and there's a devil over there. So there's actually forces that are me doing this. So I figured, well, I'll just hold it loosely, you know. And all of a sudden, the cross is turning, turning, you know, shooting all over. And the devil's coming, you know, because there's a lot of them. They, they were coming from everywhere, you know. Uh, let's see what else to say. Um, 
So you used actually, you were able to actually channel your energy through an object to try to get them to go away. Yeah, it was. Yeah, you know, it worked too. It was like uh, it drained me after a while, but it was like a tug of war. This energy against mine, it would be you know. And, now, uh, since then, have you been able to do anything else with your energy? Well, I can uh, see spirits. You know, I can see my uh, spirit guys, and I could I could call them. You know, they come to me. Uh, you want me to show you? Sure, please. Okay, right here I have a dowsing rat, and it you know it picks up energy. I'll show you real. So you can see it the way it's picking up your energy here. See that? Yeah. Okay. Now, and most people can't see her because I was in the classic, but I still had these demons, and I I was asking the, the master. I said they're all buzzing all around me. I said. He said, I said, there's one in front of you, right? He said, you can see him? I said, yeah. He said, wow, it's pretty good. Most people can't. I never saw ghosts or any spirits before all this happened anyway. Okay, let me call one down. They're, like I said, I got six of them. Okay, let's see. Okay, here comes one. Jim, just turn it around. Uh-huh. <laughs> you want to hold it? Well, I'll call one down. Sure. You can actually feel it when you do it. You, know, you can feel the magnetic pull or whatever. Hold it up. So, yeah, well, let me show you how to hold it. Okay. Hold it sort of loose, your thumb here. Okay. And let's see, let me call it. Well, just two no, fingers? No, 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 hold it. Well, yeah, but just not, hold it tight, but not, not too tight. Let me see. Okay. Okay, here comes one. Come on, come on, come on. Hold it up a little higher. There you go. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's spinning? Yeah, yeah. What's interesting is uh, all the stuff that's going to start coming out, the psychic powers and this clairvoyance and all this stuff, he said, you know, once it's happened to my subconscious, which I'm starting to do with this dowsing thing I'm doing, which I, is how I do the exorcisms and also uh, do the spiritual healing. Uh, for instance, my father, I asked him to heal my father, and my father's been in and out of the hospital for the last two years. He just got out of the hospital two weeks ago. And right from class, I went right to his house and, you know, just to check it out. And I've never so seen... Did, did the reverend say that he was going to send healing powers towards your yeah. father? Oh, let me explain that. Yeah, see... What he does is the spirits do the healing. He just he directs them. Like that's what I do. I direct the spirits. The spirits do the exorcism. Like he did it right over the phone, and uh, he just he, you communicate with the spirits and they do it. They can do things uh, that are impossible for us to do in our earth plane, you know. But they can't do everything. But this girl I sat next to in class he said uh, he cured a girlfriend from cancer. She was supposed to go in uh, for surgery for ovarian cancer, and you know she talked to him and he he did a, a spiritual thing and uh, he cured her. Wow, that's amazing, curing cancer. Yeah. Now, how was it that he uh, helped your father? Well, I, I've never, I haven't seen my father look that good in two years. He, was, he had all this energy, he was teasing my mom, telling jokes, you know, running around. Usually he just sits back and he's got no energy, I mean, you know. And uh, he's his old self again. Uh, it was surprising. Wonderful. Also, he had some, uh, from a surgery when he was in the hospital, he had some big stuff. He said his thing is really healing up, started healing up real fast, too, so. Well, good. So, you know, the bad, the bad thing is... Uh, See, there's no place to go. I remember I'd be out at 3 o'clock in the morning trying to find a church or somewhere to go. You can't go to a police station, you can't go nowhere when they're attacking me. You know, you need help. Jim, thank you. It's been a pleasure speaking with you today. Okay. And um, hopefully we'll be able to get some interviews with some of the other gentlemen that you spoke of. Okay, can I say one thing? Please. If, if there's anybody out there that needs any help, you know, get uh, if they have demons or anything, just get a hold of me. I have a P.O. box and whatever. And we'll say that later in the is, show. Is that okay? That's fine. Thank you very much. Well, listeners, that was the interview Annette did with Jim, and that was back in 2003 when we had our cable TV show. 
I'd like to thank everybody for tuning in tonight, the Ghost Divas. I'm going to attempt to find out what happened to Annette. She vanished during the, uh, when we were trying to rebroadcast of me raising the spirits. And remember, our next show is January 13th, Sunday night, 9 o'clock. We will have Mary Ellen, the psychic, and Chad Lilly talking about what's coming in 2008 and watch your back. Thank you very much. You can hear the show in the archives again right from the beginning. And have a happy new year. Thank you and good night. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.